0: Your favorite cartoon characters will help you understand how drugs and alcohol can ruin your life. So watch the photo. Talk about it with your family. Hey, we don't have to do the count in or anything we are just uh, right in front of the microphone so all right hi everyone welcome to special presentation with mike and ethan and possibly oh, damn oh we got to start all over now i'm sorry <laughs> oh what name does she want moody she's calling yeah. you moody, moody. Woosel? How about Woosel? Okay. okay okay all right hi everyone welcome to special presentation with mike and ethan and possibly woozle or Elf will not be seen tonight. We are recording this in a way we never have before. Right next to each other. I'm hugging Mike right now. I'm hugging Ethan. Ah! It's great. It's awesome. Oh my God. He is is so tight and bony. I love it. (laughs) Tight and bony. Yeah, Yeah, both. both Yeah, you know. know, I I work out. Wiry. Like a third grader. This is
1: getting weirder
0: and weirder. This is what it would have always been like if I'd been here the whole time. (laughs) But yeah, we are—we're actually here in real
1: life, which has never—well, never happened on air before.
0: Yes, we've. Uh, well, I mean, I've probably gotten footage of you guys like when we were visiting canyons and stuff. But this time, I actually made the uh, drive to uh, hang out with Mike in real life, and it has been a delight, even if there's been work schedules to work around.
1: Yeah, works for jerks.
0: Yeah, but for what? We're also recording on a Tuesday for the first time ever yeah we
1: usually don't t- oh actually I, i'm wrong we have actually recorded in real life together before because we did hungry reader
0: that's right we did several yeah we did a few Hungry Reader episodes and god i've only put like half of them up i suck
1: oh yeah we should just use those as filler oh, for you're when right. we, we uh when we laze out and
0: don't, don't actually oh shit make you're episodes. right i never even yeah. thought of that Damn! Yeah, get on the ball, God! Oh, oh God, I am the worst. <laughs> yeah, you suck, God! Oh, I'm glad you could come up here so I could neg you in real life. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a bit of a dreamer, is all I can say. I just, I just try the wrong thing. Oh, may I remind you that Riker is here? Hello, Riker. Riker is a cat, though. Uh, sometimes. But Riker, who is not a cat, is also here, looking there's, at us a bit like dolefully. Three from, of them. Yes. There are so many. You could get right in, from so many directions. <laughs> I think Woozle never thought of that phrase before. <laughs> well, she seems to enjoy it though. Yes. Anyway, so what are we? What are we talking about this week? Uh, this week, uh, because I, you know, there are certain things that I would have liked to talk about, but bandwidth precluded it. So this time, since I was driving over, I brought my ginormous copy of. We're Visitors from the Marvelous Land of Oz, which, if you haven't heard of it, which I'm certain you haven't, is the actual Wizard of Oz comic strip written by L. Frank Baum and illustrated by some other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Not W. W. Dunslo. Not WW W. w. Dunslow, who was the illustrator of the original book, The Wizard of Oz, but we also have some comics by him in this one, and we're probably going to be looking at a lot of them. We have here... So why don't you uh, give us an example of what happens in Queer Visitors from the Marvelous Land of Oz, Mike? Okay, so
1: the basic gist is that some queer visitors from the Land of Oz, generally consisting of uh, the Scarecrow and the Tin Man, whom everyone knows whether they're Oz, Oz aficionados or not, as well as Jack Pumpkinhead and the Gump. Who if you know you're slight if you're slightly low higher on the Oz aficionado list you, you know of because they were in return to Oz. Mm-hmm. And then um, the uh, Sawhorse and the Wogglebug, who I think you would only know if you were the sort of person who was such an Oz aficionado that you specifically loved queer visitors from the land of Oz.
0: <laughs> yes, if you're the kind of person who would buy this book, you would right. probably know of, of the Sawhorse and the Wogglebug.
1: So they all band together and they come. To America, where we live, uh, to um, basically kind of uh, gad about, uh, cause a ruckus, and eventually um, they, they, they encounter various clues about where they are in America, and at the very end, the woggle bug says, I know where we are, and one of the other characters says, oh, where are we? And then the, and then the text helpfully tells us the woggle bug told him the answer, and then the little caption says, but what's the woggle bug say? And it's apparently a trivia contest. I guess the, the answers would be printed in the next day's newspaper. Yeah, uh, in,
0: in another part of the newspaper, or upside down, like junior jumble. Do we yeah. know how they did it? Next I, week? I, I think they did it the next week. Okay, so next week. Because there was actually, you did actually, you were actually supposed to write in your answer, and uh, I guess there was a prize for getting the right answer. Oh, what was the, do we do? We have any? Uh, um, I have no idea think- what the prize was. I'm guessing it maybe it was some of that bootleg Wogglebug beer. Oh, yeah. it wasn't The Wogglebug was huge. The Wogglebug was a beloved uh,
1: fixture of the 19-aughts. Uh, every person in America, the, the question on their lips was, what did this hideous, chitinous abomination say this week? Uh, the Wogglebug is awful. He looks like a giant harlequin tick. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I mean, I don't really know what he's, he's just, he's I mean, got like a weird handlebar mustache made out of feelers.
0: Yeah, um, he's got incredibly long legs. He's like, I'm, I'm guessing he's like a blister beetle or something.
1: Yeah, he's awful. Um, but supposedly, uh, if you've listened to this show before and heard us uh, talk about the woggle bug he was a huge phenomenon in this time. Um, I, I, I accepted that on faith until I read these comic strips, and now I am very skeptical that he actually was that popular. I feel like the Woggle Bug was a forced meme. Yes, um, because he is—he is not interesting or charming or uh, delightful in any way. Um, he yeah. does not have the
0: charm of the other queer visitors from Oz, because you know, most of whom, none of them really do anything. They just kind of hang together as a bunch. It's, no, <laughs> it's like the—it's like the Munch Bunch or something. It's just uh, here's a bunch of weirdos. I'm sure you like one. We're gonna have them all do things as a set. They—they they just kind of tumble around
1: and just, you know, uh, cause a fuss and um, and then occasionally encounter a racist caricature of the time. Um, <laughs> like this, uh, uh, this guy who apparently is a track roller? I'm yeah, sure.
0: they, this... God, this is terrible. This black man they drew to look like a duck.
1: Yeah, and it looks like he's, I guess paving the street maybe he's got uh, like
0: a he's rolling the track at a uh, at a steeplechase oh okay all right and uh
1: the he's the the bug threatens him and um he he gets scared it's very funny if you live in the Oz. um but then um a, a cop harasses them back uh, i mean the queer visitors from oz and that makes the wogglebug realize that they are at was it the world's fair i think
0: uh, it was the uh, louisiana purchase exhibition
1: right um so anyway a lot of the trivia in these comics the is uh, very granular exhibitions at this particular uh, event um <laughs> yeah. uh, i feel like it's actually if this was a syndicated comic it would be very unfair to anyone reading it outside of louisiana outside of st louis yeah. uh, you would have no way of knowing the answers to some of these questions uh, though they get kind of general later on some of the later strips i think are a little more slightly more fair um we have another one where it's like a weird fountain at the same exhibition um where the tin man uh, almost dies he drowns and um and then oh and then when they go to the beach and they encounter a submarine with a flag and this one i think is a little more fair actually yeah um, i
0: don't know if the german naval flag has changed since then but uh I mean, if you know your naval flags, yeah, you don't really get a good glimpse
1: of it in the comic, but you just understand there's a submarine off the off the coast with a flag, and the Wogglebug says he knows what the flag is. And I thought this was really unfair until Ethan pointed out that the German Navy was the only one to have submarines at this point, which means that if you if you knew anything about current events at the time, you could kind of guessed that this was a german flag
0: i might i might be wrong someone might, else might have had submarines <laughs> but they were still a very new thing i mean i was trying i was actually trying to write a story that took place in the 20s and i really had to fudge things to be able to include a bathysphere oh with bathysphere is not a thing in the 20s not really there was like the first one was built so so maybe there were you know like very sh- very short uh, depth submarines at the time mm. i I imagine you would want to be close to the uh, top of the water in case something went wrong.
1: I mean that kind of makes sense. Um, I always, I always, what was the bathosphere? That was like the 50s.
0: Oh yeah, t- toward the 30s. I was trying oh, to wow. write. Okay. I was trying to write something that was Lovecraft inspired, and I wanted mm. to have a bathosphere to have the depths uh, get involved. So.
1: Man, I've always been so disappointed when uh, I, I had a book when I was a kid, uh, you know, famous scientific expeditions mm-hmm. that talked about the bathysphere and all the weird stuff that they saw. And so I always thought they went pretty darn deep. And I guess they did for the time. But then when I saw, like, actually, like, how deep the trench goes, I was like, whatever, Nothing. whatever. Oh, yeah. what well, did they go? They, went, they, they, they were still bony fish at the Lamp depth they went to. So who cares? Whatever.
0: Yeah. yeah it, Good job, Barton and Beebe. Yeah, not until the Trieste did things start getting serious. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, there's
1: a few. Uh, all the queer visitors, because it is, what, these are from the aughts? These,
0: these... Not our aughts. On yeah. 1900. Yes, oh, 1900. Sorry, the, when you say
1: aughts, people are going to think twenty. 20-
0: Yes, yeah, that's right. This was not from when Shrek came out. Believe me, people are saying like she's saying there was a bathysphere and just happened
1: in the uh, in the twenty uh, in the twenty tens. Um, yes, there was. We reached a depth of up to thirty feet underwater. It was amazing. We saw we saw things we'd never seen before, like uh, barracuda. Yeah, but um, uh, no. So this is from yeah the nineteen aughts. So nineteen, uh, um, and they are that means that these. Also say the turn of the century. The turn of... Not this century, but the previous one. The yeah, we
0: call it the new millennium.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, uh, okay, this, these, well, these... Or are... we could
0: actually give the actual dates, oh, which was date? from 1904 to 1905.
1: Oh, okay, so... Uh, this is back when the a single comic strip took up an entire page of the paper. So these illustrations, the
0: panels, are huge. Very lavish. Uh, not very detailed, but, uh, I mean, this is... I mean, this is nice, but it doesn't hold a candle to Little Nemo. No. It's no Stuffy Smith either. <laughs> uh, but, and also there's like
1: a lot of text. They kind of have an accompanying block of text with
0: them. Yeah. What these, it's, uh, it's strange to call them a comic strip when what it really is is a series of seven or eight illustrations for a uh, small article. Right. The, the art of the comic strip was very new and they were still feeling things out. Yeah, these don't even really have jokes in them. They're no, they're just kind of. There, I mean, some of them have things that are vaguely
1: amusing. There's one where like the uh, the queer visitors um, hassle a hornet's nest until uh, until hornets uh, uh, kill this farmer, and they think it's quite funny. Yeah, because
0: uh, none of them can be stung. Yeah, except the Wogglebug, it seems, which is odd because he's a bug. Yeah, he yeah. ran away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they were probably trying to get rid of the Wogglebug and it uh, attacked the farmer instead. Oh,
1: yeah, that that scans. Um. But then, then they they uh they start mucking around in the farmer's garden, and um, these plants start squirting them. And then the trivia question is, what are these plants? And and the woggle bug says, I know what it is. Now, what was it? What
0: was it? In fact, uh, as it turns out, the plant is a squirting cucumber. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. Mike hadn't heard of it. I had not heard. Woozle had not heard of it. A squirting cucumber is like. A actual plant that shoots out its seeds in a mucilaginous slime in order to disperse them, which which Wikipedia says it is it's an example of rapid plant movement. So, and then look up the Wikipedia um, cult- cultural. Um...
1: Examples of squirting cucumber for all the times <laughs> it was mentioned in uh, Adventure Time.
0: It was mentioned in Adventure Time? No, I, don't, I was just, I, always do something I like would that. believe that it was mentioned in Adventure Time. I believe it was mentioned in Over the Garden Wall. I think yeah. Adventure Time mentioned it, they think they were making it up. Yeah. Um, these I've never heard. Now, uh, apparently
1: they were cultivated for their medicinal uh, purposes.
0: And now they are regarded as entirely toxic and not fit for medicinal purposes. Yes. So, So, important safety tip. Do not eat squaring
1: cucumbers. Uh, but that was in the comic How Uncle Eli Laughed Too Soon. Uncle Eli being the dead farmer. I guess he's not, a, we don't know that he's dead. He just gets chased off by wasps. Um, and then we have, um, we have another one where, uh, interestingly, the, the comic layout actually gets more um, uh, baroque in every strip. Uh, the, the We get like, Larger panels, kind of overlapping each other. Some different panel shapes and sizes. Um, they don't the the word balloons kind of vanish from the panels. Uh, not that they were very prominent to begin with. And we get larger articles as well. Um, but then, so that that's as you can see an example of how the
0: Scarecrow and the Tin Woodsman met some old friends, um, which yeah. is Dorothy. I guess. Yes, we finally get to see Dorothy in this and. This, this all takes place uh, during the second book, which, in, which is like the only uh, major book that uh, Dorothy doesn't appear in at all. But, they, but during the course of this book, uh, they, they ride the gump out of Oz entirely and they see America. And I guess they blew up that one sentence into the, all these adventures in the comic strip.
1: Was the Woggle Bug
0: in the second book? Was that? Yeah, one he one? was.
1: Okay, that was. You said the only book he was in,
0: or? Uh, that was the book he was introduced in, but he was never really a major figure after that. Oh, okay. Uh, later in a later book, they built him a college, which keeps him busy. It's a, it's especially a effective college because he doesn't actually have to do any teaching because the, the lessons all come in pill form. <laughs> uh, so American all they dream. do. So all the uh, collegiates do is work out all the time. That's so the credit getting incredibly small. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, all right, so um, next one is The Sawhorse Saves Dorothy's Life, so they're still hanging with Dorothy. Um, Dorothy is, uh, she's, she's she doesn't, I guess she looks
0: like how she does in the books, doesn't she? Yeah, in the books she has a bit more of, apart from the original with Nenzel, she has a bit more of a flappery look uh, mm. from uh, the way John R. Neal drew her. But uh, it occurs to me that uh, Neil had not yet drawn her. <laughs> in this because she wasn't in the second book. Mm. so uh, He took over in the second book, but I guess he was using this as the model. So this must be the first appearance of the post-Denzel Dorothy.
1: Now, do you know anything about the artist who actually did these? It says
0: McDougal is his, in his signature. So. Oh, McDougal is my name. Alex like Swampy Bog. Uh, let's see. Um, there is some information about Ms., Ms., Mr. McDougal in here. Walt McDougal, a cartooning pioneer. Who has also given us comics like Strange Results of Absent-Minded Photography, Fatty Felix and the Flip Boys in the Orchard, Peck's Bad Boy, uh, Professor Giblets, Teddy in Africa, uh, Absent-Minded Abner. Huh. Well, you know... Oh, um... and Good Stories for Children.
1: Well, these were probably very, very um, pioneering in their day. <laughs> yes. Um, well, you know, I mean, like you said, the the comic strip was in its infancy. Um, this Fatty Felix and the Flip Boys in the Orchard. It's a very uh, the comic itself is not like anything special. It's just about a a kid climbing a tree, knocking cherries down so other kids can steal the cherries, and then the farmers come out and beat the kids and take them off, and the kid who is up in the tree. Uh, escapes the, the the beating and shimmies down later on, uh, free. But what's interesting is the way that the panels are done. Is the tree kind of overlaps multiple panels? Yeah. So uh, there's different events happening on the ground, and you can see the that the the panel divider kind of goes right through the tree. So there's only one kid up in the tree while two pairs of kids on the ground. And one pair, one group of kids is sitting around while the farmers are coming towards them the other one you see them getting beaten by farmers it's very um it looks like something from uh, uh you get out of um Scott McCloud's kind of understanding
0: comics. yes i was going to say i was going it reminded me of uh the of the places in Sandman where neil gaiman uh, harkens back to a little nemo mm, yes yes
1: i mean so you know you can see he's kind of playing with this very new medium that doesn't really have established rules Yeah. Yet. um So, you know, uh, and you know, he's, he's, he's got, he's a great artist. Yeah, he is.
0: You know, especially this one of this, uh, not so, not so politically correct cartoon about China's unlucky war gods, which is some sort of commentary on the Sino-Japanese war, but damned if either of us know what any of it means. Yeah, it's, it's this, uh, again, it seems to be the front page of a newspaper, the New
1: York world, uh, where they devoted the entire front page just to this picture of uh, an illustration by McDougal of uh, presumably the Chinese emperor uh, kicking what appears to be uh, what is labeled as the god of war, but looks like one of those terracotta warriors.
0: Yeah, Um, which is looking at him with a disapproving face. Yeah. "Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm.
1: And the... Um, You're gonna get it now. The uh, the caption here says, "Scene in the Joss Temple after the Chinese emperor finally got it through his head that the racial
0: slur had the best of it. Mm.
1: Uh, referring to the Japanese there.
0: It's very unfortunate that you can cut your name in half and it becomes a slur.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, they also have like a, a bunch of... Uh, just describing the scene doesn't really give the full flavor because uh, McDougall has also drawn like lots of other... Uh, statues of gods in the background none of whom are presumably actual chinese deities they seem to be just ones he's made up but uh very very ornate uh there's a uh, god of agriculture god of business god of weather the one that says god of matrimony another war god <laughs> you get it um and then in the back there's a uh, one that says new woman god from england of a uh, a woman kind of Uh, wearing a bowler hat and in a
0: in a little like yeah, uh, she she resembles Harpo Marx.
1: Yeah, you know because these old timey political cartoonists love getting in a little dig at the suffragettes whenever they could. Um, very funny, very funny stuff. Um, anyway, but I guess back to uh the queer visitors. Um, or is there anything else we should say about McDougal? Um,
0: Oh, this, uh, this uh, cartoon about the summer tourists in Europe is pretty good, actually. This is really, there's a lot to take in, again, with this one. But, uh, yeah, this is a big commentary on how uh, everything in Europe is for sale if you're American. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a
1: an, again, a full-page spread. It's almost got a Where's Waldo thing. You're looking at what appears to be a kind of a Swiss or Alpine um, uh, scene scene where American tourists are alternatively either buying things or complaining about things. Um, (laughs) They got our number. Yeah, there's a lot of like really funny little digs in here. Uh, My favorite is the – there's a hotel here labeled Das Originalische Hotel United States um, with a a picture of George Washington outside. And um, it says English speaks here once. And um, (laughs) – A, a uh, customer inside is uh, drinking some wine and saying, we get better wine in California. And a waiter behind him says, that's where it came from, uh, which I thought was kind of amusing. Um, but uh, so, yeah, uh, but definitely things are still the same. If you're an American overseas, uh, as they say, all, all Americans want to do overseas is complain about how they can't get a good hamburger.
0: Oh, oh, now I get this one that we have a uh, sign here saying English speaks here once. As then we spoke English here at one point, right? And then over here we've got a sign saying, "Notice here is the English spoken yet twice already." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a there's some this is um but yeah this McDougal
1: guy you can see why he was a pioneering cartoonist. Yes. Um. Anyway, so he he was the guy they tapped for the marvelous sorry the queer queer, queer the, visitors from queer
0: visitors house. from yes. Oz. This, it's sure to be a gay old time. Yeah. The LGBTQ visitors from Oz. Yeah, um, They they are here. I mean, the Scarecrow and the Tin Woodsman are pretty gay. They're basically married. Right. And then Ozma and Dorothy are, you know, you see them kissing. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if anyone is bi, but of course we have Ozma representing, rep, giving trans rep. Yeah. Who, yeah. who, who would be bi in the, Um... um... The... <laughs> The, the, um,
1: uh, uh, obviously if there was a bi character in Oz, it would be, uh, the soldier of the green whiskers. Okay. I'll, uh, I will yeah. i don't know why. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause everyone knows bisexuals always have green hair. They always buy their hair green. So oh, right. A beard. My wife is making a face at me right now because she's <laughs> like, I can't believe you're stereotyping bisexual people. She, like, she's, look she, bisexual people you have to have a stereotype to defy yeah you know it's like uh, she, she's 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 really not happy about this she is she's a good ally unlike me yes. apparently but, oh uh, yeah who in oz is an ally oh well um uh you gotta
0: stick all the all the alphabet soup in there so well al- allies questioning uh okay well ally yeah. would be uh general ginger Oh, yeah. Um, you know, because
1: she seems ex- uh, extremely het, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Uh, questioning King of the Field Mice.
0: Oh, yeah, she's very het because yeah. she uh, punched her husband in the face. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: That, that's het women are always doing that. Let me tell you. Um, and uh, what do we left? Well, we need an ace character. Ace. Uh, is there um, an ace Oz? Oh, A- easily. Oz?
0: Oh, Jack Pumpkin. Yeah, oh, oh yeah,
1: yeah, that makes sense. That scans. All right. Well, we've got them all. Okay, yeah. um,
0: Now. uh, Uh, Oh, and intersex, but I think we can. Oh, probably one of the Scoodlers because some of them are like a man man on one side and a woman on the other. Oh, yeah. That that makes sense. All right. Excellent. Well, um,
1: you know, good representation in Oz, uh, according to us. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so the queer visitors, they they are back at at it. um, And the sawhorse is saving Dorothy's life. From a cow or bull, I guess. Um, a bull is chasing them. It runs into a wall and does that kind of Looney Tunes accordion thing, and uh, that causes the the Tin Man to be like, "What kind of cattle is this?" And um, the uh, or to what breed does cattle does he belong? And the Woggle book says, "I know. I'll tell you." Now this really feels like they're setting up a pun, and they're not. Isn't he saying not? I know, but I know. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. That's the same, sure. I said that, I said I know. You said I know. Yeah, I know. I'll tell you. Wait. I think it's I know.
0: That's the same thing. You said I know. <laughs> Wait, what are you saying? No, you're saying that instead of, uh, instead of being I a dismissive know. I know, I know, oh. it's an I know. I'll tell you. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, you're. Pr- I will tell
0: you. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. you're probably right. But the answer is apparently it is a Galloway cow yeah everyone knows that what the heck is a galloway did they come from poway i don't know perhaps perhaps in 1905 the the average citizen
1: would be able to recognize a breed of cattle from uh, their caricature in the newspaper but we live in 2020 too and we don't Um, yes we also live in
0: 2020 yeah. It is
1: one of the world's <laughs> longest-established breeds of beef cattle. Oh,
0: oh, oh! oh it's beef, okay. Beef.
1: beef after the Galloway region of Scotland. It's,
0: oh, well, it's okay. pressed beef now. because <laughs> it's it's squished. It's an
1: accordion. Um. Anyway, moving on. The Ozites then meet a beauty doctor. Um. This appears to be somewhere the scarecrow decides that he's uh, he's ugly, or he gets convinced that he's ugly yeah. by uh, a beauty doctor. And she is going to give him a makeover, and um, so they all get makeovers. Actually, the Woggle Bug seems to get his feathery legs. Uh, uh, they they do the thing where they they p- put rollers on him, like they're trying to yeah. get a cat fur.
0: Um, Jack Pumpkinhead just gets a mask because. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could recarve his face, but I, I think they would probably he'd probably rather not.
1: Yeah, and they they pa- repaint the scarecrow. And in this panel where you see the paint, the Scarecrow's new face, it's actually a photo of a real guy. It's very
0: Burke Brethren.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, and, but then the Scarecrow doesn't like it, so they put his old face on. And then they ask, um, the Scarecrow wants to know who he looked like, whose face it was. And the Woggle Bug knows. Um, we didn't, but, um, looking at, but I feel like this is a slightly more fair question because if they put a, Real person's face there. Presumably it's a celebrity that the people of 1905 would be familiar with. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it might have been. It was uh, J.P. Morgan. It was J.P. Morgan. Yeah. 877 cash now. Yeah. And presumably he was a big enough dude at that point that the average person would see his face and be like, oh, yeah, that's,
0: that's old J.P. I gotta say that this unshaded image of the scarecrow's face in the mirror looks a lot better than the one where they've put the red rims around his eyes and lips. Yeah, I feel like this comic would look a lot better in black and white. The uh, scarecrow with his the
1: the red on his face makes it look like the jigsaw puppet. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it would probably be better. This would probably be better in black and white, just to give you the you know, um, less of the these colors are a little garish.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, color was still fairly new, I think, even in newspapers. Mm,
1: yeah. Um, so moving on, the adventurers then encounter an unknown beast, uh, which is exactly what it says on Thin right there. They, they see a, a beast comes out from behind a rock and menaces them. Uh, but then a circus man comes and rescues them.
0: I thought that said Citrus Man at first. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> was I'll lure confusing. him away with
0: my oranges.
1: Now, when you look at this, the Circus Man, he's got like, a, like clogs and a spear and a turban and a big white beard
0: and a cummerbund. He just, I don't know. He's just, an, he's an odd fellow. Yeah, he's got a kind of a Middle Eastern bent, but I couldn't uh, tell you anything specific about his costume. It's probably more of a... Uh, a pantomime costume of like, oh, ho! Oh, here comes an Arab.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, the people of 1905, they, they did love you know stereotypes. They, they did not oh, like today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this beast, it's it, um, it's it's kind of uh, looks like a lion. It's got like um, kind of a, it looks like a lion with a lizard face. Yeah. But uh, it's also got human hands, and so from
0: that we were able to to basically guess what it was supposed to be. Yes, it's it's a baboon, but they they specify a specific baboon. What what kind of
1: baboon?
0: Galata baboon, yes. Ooh. I just
1: guessed from the picture. Correct,
0: yeah. A gelato baboon. Or gelata. <laughs> <guess>
1: gelata or
0: <laughs> the gelata. most delicious baboons. <laughs> Take a scoop.
1: Yeah. Um, and then we have Jack Pumpkinhead and the Sawhorse, they win a race and inside a riot, but the woggle bug restores harmony. This uh, one was hard to parse. Yeah, and I still don't like it. Um, they basically uh, – Jack Pumpkinhead enters a, a horse race, uh, but
0: his head falls off. and uh, His head falls off and – oh, and it knocks someone else off of his uh, perch. Right. Uh, so then the judges
1: apparently don't know what to make of this. So the Bug, who is not an impartial uh, witness in this at all because he's pals with Jack, uh, advises them. And um, some old timers in the audience are like, what did the Bug say? Um, and it turns out the Wog- what did he say, actually? He advised them something stupid. But... He
0: said that, no, the, he said to declare it a no contest race because all of the horses, including the one carrying Jack, were underweight at the time because uh, they had all lost their riders and Jack's horse, Jack had lost his head.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't yeah. know that. I did not know that was a, a thing in horse races. That, yeah,
0: that you gotta feed up your horse, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, man. Uh, this next one is actually, I think, one of my favorites. Uh, the scarecrow <laughs> becomes a man of means in spite of the girls at the church fair. <laughs> and uh, this one's great because um, they're attacked. our our heroes are attacked by some jackdaws
0: who steal all the scarecrow stuffing. Um, so they replace the stuffing with money. This is something that actually happens in the book *The Marvelous Land of Oz*. The uh, the Gump gets stuck in a jackdaw's nest. The jackdaws steal all the uh, f- all the stuffing, but the nest is full of money they'd already stolen. So they restuff the scarecrow with the money. And at the end of the book, he says they have, the scarecrow says, "Since I'm full of money, I'm going to become the treasurer."
1: <laughs> well, in this case, instead of that happening, uh, the scarecrow apparently goes to the church fair. And all the women love him because he's full of money. So there's this great uh, picture here where the uh, scarecrow is standing around, like looking, looking very pleased with himself, but seems to be unaware that all these women are just like snatching money out of his pants and uh, <laughs> and just out of all his orifices and uh, just running away with very, very pleased with themselves. Um, many of the faces in this panel are very memeable. Yes,
0: especially the the woman walking away with the giant stack under her arm who was grinning at the camera looking, I mean, if it wasn't a woman, it would look like, you know, some sort of terrible uh, Jewish stereotype. What <laughs> you doing, Rabbi? Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, oh, do you think it's supposed to be? I don't um, think so, no. Right. Okay. You know, I don't think a lot of... Most people don't uh, have any specific uh, stereotypes about Jewish women, do they? Uh, Yeah. Do they?
1: Demanding, bossy. Well, there's the whole Jewish American princess stereotype. There
0: is that, but I thought that was more of a 70s and 80s thing. Well, I don't know. I mean, that stuff's all true, isn't it? I mean.
1: Oh, snap! I love
0: you. I wonder. I love you. No, what I want to know is.
1: That you're only saying because 'cause
0: I'm Jewish. Yeah, that's right. Yes. That means it's okay. It yeah, means... yeah. You can't you can't see how Jewish she is from here, but trust us. Yeah,
1: I that's am. right. I don't know what is. No, it's it's okay. I'm allowed I'm allowed to be anti Semitic because my wife is Jewish. <laughs> just just like how she's allowed to hate Papists. I'm anyway, not. what? I'm
0: allowed to hate you. Papists. You're not a Pope. No, <laughs> I, not, not with that attitude. Um, yeah, I never saw you crawling out of the out of the ocean like that. with a with, uh, with a crocodile uh, teeth in my miter. <laughs>
1: anyway, um, the I guess so. It, the 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 caption for this thing where the women are stealing money out of the scarecrow is uh, nicely understated. It says the scarecrow became the popular man at the church fair, but rapidly grows thinner. Um, and then I guess the woggle
0: bug finds more money. So they they restuff him and now he's a big fatty. Yeah, they they find uh, they find some more money that is big bills and uh, but it's not in American cash. So he uh, so this one turns into a math problem where you have to work out what uh, what five hundred pounds and a thousand Canadian dollars w- would be in a, in when American money. read the comics in the paper if they want to do math problems. Well, I mean I Sudoku. Don't. I don't I'll don't
1: read Showed you. No, I, don't, I don't read any of that stuff. I'm not a nerd. No. Yeah.
0: How how are you doing in Wordle today? <laughs> well oh
1: but, but, that, but that's a word game.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually it's a logic game. It's more like mastermind than uh, anything. else. That
1: sounds terrible. God <laughs> I don't know why anyone does
0: anything. Yeah. Nobody hates board games more than Mike does. That's that's one hundred percent true. That's why I did them a favor and didn't bring my copy of Trogdor. Wait, uh. we board games and why do we play
1: them like it?
0: <laughs> it wasn't my idea. No, not that kind of board game. Like the uh, the ones where you have like a million little men to set up and, uh, oh. you know, that kind of, you know, those war game shit like Panzer Leader. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. yeah. None
1: of that Settlers of Catan shit. Keep that away from me. More like Settlers of Catan, more like Settlers of Catant. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I, I mean, saw it coming, but it's good. Yeah. As in Catant, stand it. Um, <laughs> that's good. I should write that down. Glad we're recording this. <laughs> Um, anyway, the next one, the woggle, the woggle, the woggle, the woggle, the <laughs> no,
0: You're actually
1: doing it. You're actually doing the gub The woggle bug. Thank you. Has proved his knowledge of chemistry. <laughs> and, uh, because Jack Pumpkinhead drops his head in a well, so they dump a bunch of white powder in there, which causes it to explode and the white head to powder. fly out. What is the white powder, though? That's yeah. the question. Yes, what kind of white
0: powder was it? White uh, it turns out... White- yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. White power. Yeah. White power deserves to be thrown down the well. Yeah. They throw. They throw white. The concept
1: of white supremacy down a well and cause oh, an explosion. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, but what is this white powder that they throw in a well? Uh, it turns out it's
0: it's what is it?
1: Settlements yeast or Selsnick something. Selznick
0: powder. Selznick powder. Yeah, I think that's it. It was at the time a. Uh, Effervescent powder used to treat diarrhea. It's named after our local reviewer here, uh, Juan Carlos Selznick. Oh wow! No, it's not.
1: <laughs> That's for real, uh, real no. heads. <laughs> the... he
0: do it. No, no, it, he doesn't. His real name is Juan Carlos Pepto Bismol.
1: <laughs> anyway, let's see. Our next one is uh, how the woggle bug got a Thanksgiving dinner. Um, this one, the woggle bug. Some kids are sad because they don't have Thanksgiving dinners. <laughs> So the Woggle bug gets on the gump and they go out and lasso a flock of flying turkeys, um, which is, I mean, a, a common sight. <laughs> but it turns out that only three of them are turkeys. One of them is this weird other bird. But what is this strange bird?
0: And um,
1: looking at it. It appears to be a hornbill, and we were correct. It is yes, a hornbill. It is
0: a hornbill. I was, I was thinking like, You're like, no, the uh, the lesser Eurasian hornbill or something, but no, it's it's just a hornbill, and we know hornbills, don't you know a hornbill when you see one? I mean, I maybe wouldn't. I wonder if in 1905
1: this was a tougher thing. They it didn't might have, have many, been, yeah. They didn't have as the many. God yeah, I'm saying they didn't have as many Richard Scarry books back then, <laughs> so they wouldn't really. A hornbill and
0: Richard Scarry?
1: Yeah, you know, you, you, they had label stuff in Richard what Scarry. The books a hornbill? Uh, there might have been. There might have been. Um, but anyway, then the haircut. The, 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 the haircut. The haircut. The scarecrow. <laughs> he tells a fairy tale to children, and then he
0: hears an equally <laughs> marvelous true story. Uh, this appears to be the story of the. Uh, yeah, it's the story of the scarecrow's origin. Oh, which we just saw in the movie. We just. That's right. We just saw that again, and it's pretty much. It's it's very similar, I think. Yes. Much.
1: Um. And uh, what? So what is the actual? Oh, uh, the trivia question in here really isn't related to anything.
0: No, it has zero to do with anything. It was just, uh, Baum was like, oh, fuck it. I'll just pull the origin of the Scarecrow out of uh, out of my ass. And uh, let's, uh, let's tack a little trivia question afterward, which is, uh, what was the year that the first telegraph message was sent from America to Europe across the Atlantic Cable? It was 1858. There, you're welcome.
1: Yeah, yeah. all right. I mean, it was probably big news at the time. So uh, the next one. Jack Pumpkinhead pawns the sawhorse. Uh, he wants to get a, a saddle. Jack wants a saddle, so he pawns it to uh, R. Jackson Lily, the moneylender. And um, uh, but then the sawhorse escapes, and uh, and then the Woggle Bug asks, "Why do, why do moneylenders have three golden balls?" <laughs> now. This sounds like a setup for a joke, but again, it's not. No, it is actually because, according uh, to the wise insect, it's an ancient custom, for the three balls were taken from the armorial bearings of a famous and noble Lombard family of the 13th century, the head of which family was among the first moneylenders. What was the name of that famous Lombard family, inquired the pumpkin head as he patted the neck of the sawhorse. I will tell you, said the Wogglebug, and at once gave Jack the desired information. Uh, Woozle, do you know... The name of that famous
0: family of Lombard uh, moneylenders. What's
1: a Lombard?
0: Uh, what is a Lombard? Is
1: that their name?
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's a I guess it's a well known family. Something something to the effect of like the Habsburgs. Yeah. So
1: would the name be the Lombards? No, no. The Lombards are their their ethnicity. I guess they come from Lombard or Lombardy. How would I know? Oh, I just was wondering. If I th- I thought we'd give you. Lombard- well, I just thought we'd give you a chance to answer. I will tell you the answer. Like the Woggle Bug, I will proffer the desired information. The answer is De Medici. Oh,
0: <laughs> and that, now you know yeah. what the Mikey Bug said.
1: Yes. Um, next in our, ne- I like we're going just going through each. There's only what like one year of these comics. Yeah. So we're really kind of we're getting to the end of the trivia. This is the last one, I think. Yeah, I think so. So this one is Dorothy spends an evening with her old friends, and is entertained with wonderful exhibitions. Um, in this one, Dorothy and uh, Co. are uh, looking at some paintings and stuff. Uh, shenanigans happen that cause the room to be flooded. <laughs> and <laughs> a big tree grows with lots of weird kind of hanging branches off it. Yes. Um, uh, Woozle, why don't you take a look at that picture and tell us what kind of tree do you think that is? Oh, shoot. Those are those kinds that we saw when we were hiking. Those from them. Uh, that might be the answer. Well, they're not mangrove trees. Those that are the root have the... Are they, they are a, a kind of tree you would have in a mangrove swamp, I think. I don't know if it's the same thing. Uh, this is a banyan tree. Is that the same thing or different? I
0: don't, uh, I don't think
1: so. Let me look it up. I'm sorry. I should, I should have prefaced that with I'll tell you. And I said uh, just as a woggle bug said. Oh, oh
0: begins life as an
1: epiphyte so it grows on another planet. Oh, it interesting. It's wow. the national tree of India. Okay, okay. alright. Um, anyway, about this time uh, Mr. Bomb decided uh to hell with this <laughs> trivia shit. Uh, <laughs> it's time to just do I guess just tell stories. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, wait! There's one more <laughs> yeah. bug because this last one... Is this the last one or is there more? Ah, uh, there's one more after I this. I take it back. The last
0: one is probably... I think it's your favorite. The one about the heraldry.
1: Oh, that's right. So, first, the Wogglebug and his friends are visiting Santa Claus. And uh, in the Wogglebug at the end... Well, actually, is there anything interesting that happens when they're visiting Santa? Well,
0: they Santa? build... They may, they visit Santa Claus and they uh, build toys in their own image that go scampering around like, uh, like mischievous Muppets. And uh, apparently Santa wasn't able to... Uh, Make any toys, so he sa- so they save the day. That sounds like this is a big ad for for Wizard of Oz characters toys.
1: Yeah, yeah, but um, at the end, um, I
0: really don't like the scarecrow with his mouth wide open like that. No, it's it's really getting into some uncanny valley territory there. Also, Jack is kind of frightening with his mouth. Just <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to swallow you whole, Enius. <laughs>
1: right there. So, but at the end, um, the, uh, the Wogglebug, uh, impressively quotes these lines, which you, the audience may be familiar with. Around the man who seeks a noble end, not angels, but divinities attend. That was written by a famous American poet. And the scarecrow asks curiously, what was his name? And the Wogglebug told him. What did the Wogglebug say? Um, was it, was it Emerson? It was, in fact, Emerson. It was Ralph Waldo Emerson? Yeah. his name? Yeah, Ralph Waldo Emerson. It was Emerson,
0: yeah. Where's Ralph Waldo Emerson? So uh, that has nothing to do with Santa Claus, but why not?
1: (laughs) All right, so we got one more Wogglebug thing. What did the Wogglebug say? Now, in this last one, the the, the Wogglebug (laughs) found a lost child and gave a lesson in heraldry. And in this one, uh, it's basically yeah, some child is lost. So they they find the child, return the child to the child's mother, and then
0: um, in this one, what happens? Uh, no, the, the children all have a strange insignia on their foreheads. Oh, I, that's right. I thought that had something to do with like Ash Wednesday. Oh, that's right because um, the the Waddle Bug,
1: um, he it, the, he he runs to the, he finds the mother right. Um, and it says – the caption says he made a queer mark on her forehead, and it looks like he's inscribing some sort of, like, goetic sigil there. <laughs> um, it just – and and it's very – I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it but, looks like that symbol with all the crow's feet sticking out. Yeah. Um, and it, at the end of this um, – what well, the Viking – When they – yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Off?
0: looks a little like that. It doesn't look exactly like it, but – it um, me. Of it.
1: But they they um at the end the red mark disappeared from the foreheads of both mother and child. What was the mark? the scarecrow asked the wogglebug. A peculiar design, much used in heraldry, answered the wise insect. But what was it called? inquired the Tin Woodsman. The Wogglebug smiled. It really has a name of its own, said he, which most things do. And I shall be pleased to tell you what the mark is
0: called. And while they listened intently, he told them. Now what did the wogglebug say? Now, if you want to make this uh, at home and uh, work it out for yourself, take the standard Christian cross that's a little bit longer on the bottom, multiply it by four, and have them stick out from each other like a plus sign. What kind of symbol is that? Do you know? Do no, 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 no. actually the answer the answer is the cross crosslet what the cross crosslet one a penny new a penny Everyone knows the cross crosslets. Um, does it actually say
1: why the woggle bug put this this uh, <coughs> demonic mark on this woman's forehead? So he
0: could recognize which one she was that was looking for the child, and they didn't return it to the lost to the wrong mom. Well, I guess to a woggle bug, all humans look alike. So yes. maybe that makes sense. I mean, the woggle bug does seem to be the kind of person who would have face blindness. Yeah. Anyway, so now that that's it for trivia. We're done with the
1: trivia. This is now a Frank Baum Baum decide or L Frank Baum. Frank L Baum. Yeah, you had L Frank, L. Frank Baum. L Frank Baum. Yes. Lyman Frank Lyman, Baum. Lyman Lyman <laughs> Frank Baum. The man who wonder
0: he went by. Frank.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he got locked in John Arbuckle's basement. <laughs> um but the, Remember sca- the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> the scarecrow. Now in this one the scarecrow presents a magic automobile to a little girl. Um, Where he literally finds a crying girl and is like, Here, have a car. And man, I want to meet the scarecrow. Shit. I mean, he gives her a car and she drives around town and fuck shit up. And then she, oh. she's at the last panel, she is at a, I guess they crashed the car at a building site and the girl is covered in Mordor. In Mordor? Yeah, Mordor.
0: Where the shadows lie, you know? Yeah,
1: you know. One I does not covered simply. In Mordor. Yeah. And the, Mordor. that, you know what though?
0: Yes, it's mortar.
1: You yeah. 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 Brick Mordor. 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 Mordor.
0: We're saying the same thing. You, you, you
1: said Mordor. Brick Mordor. <laughs> look. Okay. I think... You said Mordor. I think... I'm, I'm, look. There's an important lesson in this, though. Okay? Yeah, you can't pronounce no, it. No, no. Seriously. Because the Scarecrow gave the girl this car, and she crashed it, and now she's covered in Mordor, and the lesson is... <laughs> The lesson is. Mordor. No, let me finish. The lesson you say is. Mordor. too? To let Mardar. me finish. The <laughs> lesson is one does not simply drive into Mordor. <laughs> it was worth the wait. Whoa. Now, now. Can you actually say the word correctly? Yeah, Mordor. <laughs> no, seriously, that they, they're the same word. You said Mordor. I said Mordor. The same word. Brick mortar. Oh, there you got it. Okay. What did I say? What I say.
0: You said, said it, it the it, I,
1: last I, I, time. Alright, I said it the same way. No, just, I 100 percent said the same word. You hey, say cavalry. No.
0: <laughs> cavalry. Cap, I'm Not gonna Calvary say it. that it? it? Cavalry? No, he he you can't say it. Celery? Like, say it. <laughs> cavalry.
1: Calvary. <laughs> Calvary. He can't say cavalry. Cavalry. I said it. <laughs> Oh, ouch, ouch! I don't know why this is so funny. Cause you can't say calvary. calvary. It's the same word. <laughs> I'm not, literally saying the same word. Not. No. This is ableism. <laughs> You're
0: making me cry.
1: Calvary. It's Calvary. You know. Or you don't
0: call it Calvary.
1: Yeah, man. the Cal the the guys on horses. The Calvary. No, no. <laughs> Okay, whatever, whatever. Man, you're me cry. I ain't coming here to make friends, so we're going moving on. How, <laughs> not next one? How the tin? Oh wait a minute. Actually, is this the last? Oh, how many more um, actual Oz ones are there? Because I feel like they start kind of wandering off into random other stories that have nothing to do with Oz.
0: Yeah, well, you're right. Let's see where. Oh yeah, the Scarecrow is in this one, but uh, yeah, he's okay. Here's. Here's Jack Pumpkin, but you're right. It, it sort of feels like, you know... See, the thing about Mr. Bum is that Oz made him money, but he wanted to kind of get away from it. So he, So a lot of the Oz books don't take place in Oz. One of them, basically, is a whole other story that, at the end, Dorothy shows up and solves everything, and then they all go to Oz.
1: It's ironic, considering how hard he fought to actually get Oz to be a thing in the mm-hmm. first place. Um, but, but since always... we're almost
0: an hour in we'll talk about that in the next one oh, yeah yeah
1: let's let's just uh we'll finish some of these more comics here um should we just uh let's see which what good ones do we have let's
0: see oh uh oh where's the one about the giant
1: oh let's uh skip forward here uh let's see there's one with a cat there's uh, mr Wombill's leg there's this one with uh, oh we here we are Eliza and the
0: <laughs> lozenges.
1: <laughs> Yes. That's it. Eliza and the throat candies. Yes, um, that the secrets. Yes. So uh the problem here seems to be that uh, Mr. Jab is very tiny and um the Woggle bug gives him some pills that
0: cause Eliza, I think that's his daughter? Yeah, he they gives him some pills that will make his wife shorter and him taller. I don't know his wi- why his wife wants to be short, but Either way, the little girl steals them, thinking they're candy, and uh, learns, uh, you know, we're not candy. <laughs> she uh, she gets giant. Yeah, she's... even her hat. Yeah. How she's... do the pills affect her hat? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question.
1: This is um through the looking glass. Yeah, it's, yes, it's, it's some, very through the looking glass. Uh, yeah, this is you, This is um, you know, some very, very hot, hot, giantess macro. Hyper, whatever you want to call it here. Not with that face. No, not. With oh, that Oh yeah, face.
0: yeah. She has got a face like, like the baby that the Duchess was rocking to sleep. Yeah, and she's even crying, just
1: like one. You know, uh, just like the same illustration. Uh, she's not much. She's she's not much better when she's uh, in a good mood because yeah. Mister Jab gets. I guess they probably just give her the other lo, lo, the other candy, and oh, that yeah. makes her small again. You can't say lozenge. I'm not. No. <laughs> yes, I can say it. All right. Alright, anyway but then they give it and then they're no they're normal they decide they' I mean they decide that they're happy just the way they are um, and uh, the woggle bug says my
0: <laughs> the end
1: um, so yeah um, what are the woggle say later yep then uh, let's see the Wogglebug encounters encourages charity um, it seems to be he's he's panhandling with four arms because he's got four of them and um, that's it. That's the end of it. A whole year from <coughs> queer visitors from the land of Oz. And um, and then uh, there's a few more comics in here because, um,
0: well, why don't you, you explain or these? Okay, so what happened was because, because Mr. Baum worked so closely with his illustrator Ms., Mr. W.W. W. Denslow uh, Can you say that name? W.W. W. Denslow Very good. Excellent yes because he worked so closely with Mr. Denslow they actually shared the copyright on the original Wizard of Oz although Baum himself can retain copyright on Oz itself in sequels so because and anyway they made a lot of money on the uh, on the Broadway musical that was based on this production but after that but they got a, into a huge fight over the money and the proceeds and went their separate ways Mr. Baum and now employed, John R. Neal to illustrate the rest of the of the Oz books, whereas Mr. Denslow took on another job as a comic strip artist, and he created Denslow's Scarecrow and the Tin Man. Yeah, and they basically do Oz stuff as well. Um... In some ways, this comic is better, but it's very similar. It's, it's lots, large wadges of text uh, with only a few illustrations, but Denslow is a better illustrator than the other dude, I would say. Yeah, then McDougal. McDougal. Um, yeah, so it's mostly
1: just like, you know, the Tin Man and the Scarecrow uh, and a, a couple other dudes, like this weird kind of spring. Yeah,
0: who is this jump, Jack-in-the-Box guy? Uh, it's uh, Coily the Spring Sprite. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It really does look like him. And he's got this hideous, rictus grin. And, oh, God, you know what he looks like? He looks like the... He looks like the the gollywog he kind of does except um, he's except he's caucasian colored i was thinking he looked like
1: if he wanted to make an one of those uh alpine nutcrackers that looked like Annabelle from the muppets <laughs> it looks like bazooey yeah he does look like bazooey <laughs> um and so i guess this this guy uh here what does it uh does it actually say what he is uh, uh let's see um Oh, it just calls him Jack in the Box. Yeah. Um, I guess, I don't think he became a beloved I guess that's like that. uh, his
0: substitute for Jack Pumpkinhead. Oh, yeah. Right. It's, it's his Oz OC.
1: Shush. Well, His um, OZ. I do like this next one where the Tin Man goes on Fifth Avenue so you can see uh, the Scarecrow, the Tin Man, and the, the Lion dressed up like
0: 1920s fops. <laughs> they look like the Dover Boys going out in <laughs> the town. They literally do. <laughs> uh, also, I love this picture of the Lion just you know losing his shit yeah All right. this this is his, was, his uh, eyeball flying out this, this was me today <laughs> yeah i i remember yeah i had a hard yeah, day yeah you should start wearing uh, your beard and a little bow like I
1: will that. i'm going to do that that's like he's got like kind of a viking flair right yeah. there um i'm also i'm also going to get like a nice double breasted uh, oh, yeah. coat
0: i think and uh top hat. yeah i'm going to get a bowler hat and whatever whatever the hell this is and start being shorter than you
1: yeah we should carry on canes too so we can do like <laughs> spontaneous uh, uh little vaudeville numbers like nice. uh, michigan J toad <laughs> michigan J frog sorry oh my god I well i told you
0: them. there's no real scientific difference between them
1: oh that's right that so not true, it's true because i i don't shut up <laughs> i don't want to be wrong also, about frogs need to live in the water and toads don't oh right. okay All except right. for some toads that do yeah like that are probably actually Anyway, so then the scarecrow and the kid tin 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 man go about town. Uh, they get arrested, then then they uh, get out again. They keep crashing cars.
0: Yeah, they they just the they really love the Mr. Denzel really loved to draw the, the scarecrow just ragdolling all over the place.
1: It's it really the scarecrow and the tin man basically become. Um,
0: uh, like Mr. Toad, yeah. Because they just go around stealing cars and getting arrested all the time. It seems. Also, this the the first few strips start with them in Oz doing Oz stuff, but in this one, the Scarecrow and the Tin Man escape from the stage they've been performing on because this is specifically the musical version of the Scarecrow and Tin Man.
1: So okay, so but, <coughs> which is very. I guess it's no more weird than the whole Woggle Bug stepping off the screen. Bit. Yeah, but it, it's but. That always, I mean, that, that all, That's a little different. It's a little different because, you know, with that, it's they're still like, wait, so the original, what happened to the original bug? Like, yeah, but this one, it's like, what happened to
0: the original actors who were in the scarecrow and the tin man costumes? I like, don't know. Do you remember the episode of Erie, Indiana, that worked like this? No, which one was that? Uh, there was an episode where the the main kid—I don't remember what his real name, what his name of the show was. Mm, no, you no. know, the the boy who's who had moved to Erie, Indiana. He sits down to breakfast, and uh, somebody says, "Cut, beautiful," and. He stands up, and he's on the set of Erie, Indiana, and everyone is addressing him as Omri Katz, the kid who played the kid from Erie, Indiana.
1: Oh, weird.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs>
1: you know what? As odd, as as, as as strange as this is, there's actually another show that did that exact same thing in an episode. Uh, was it Moonlighting? It was not Moonlighting, wow. though you would think. the Moonlighting might have done it, but I'm not thinking of that. Actually, I'm thinking of Growing Pains. Oh, really? There was an episode where uh, Ben Seaver... Uh, suddenly was on the set of Growing Pains and everyone was addressing him as whatever the actor's name was. What is that actor's name? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, no one remembers. At yeah. um, the end, of course... Did oh, did they? Did they? Yeah. Did... Supernatural did it very well, though. That was actually a very good episode. Um, Growing Pains, it turned out to be a dream. Uh, uh, but yeah, Supernatural, they, they visited the dimension that was basically our world and they were acting in their own show. Very well done,
0: actually. That I'll give Supernatural credit. When they were good, they were actually very, very good. I don't, know, I don't know about you, but sometimes when I'm alone, I'll still put on a little show just in case the people who are watching my show in some other dimension get bored. <laughs> you know, yeah, This that's a little like... Um, a Honestly, little like... that's kind of what a podcast is. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was going to say, it's a little like doing the Fearless Fosdick fits in Little Abner. <laughs> All right, Um. right. Let's see. So we're almost at an hour. Should we just quickly... Should we talk about Billy Bounce quickly since oh. he's in here? Or do we want to... Oh, yeah, let's... Yeah, let's yeah, talk about...
0: Yeah, there's a, yeah, a whole episode's worth, but we can go over. You know, how often, how often do we do this? Uh,
1: well, let's see. So let's let's explain
0: Billy Bounce <laughs> Okay, W.W. W. Denslow, who also illustrated The Wizard of Oz, let's not forget, may have in fact created the first uh, super-powered character in comics. His name is Billy Bounce, and he's a messenger boy with the ability to inflate his clothes, blowing himself up to blueberry proportions, and bounce around at high speed.
1: It's, yeah it's like not good thing his last name happened to be found yeah, yeah. very lucky
0: very <laughs> fortuitous
1: Uh, very fortuitous also that his godfather was named Mr. Gas <laughs> the maker of toy balloons Um, yeah so basically he just like he uses his power
0: to I guess he goes to the arctic and like you yeah know... he goes to the arctic he befriends a polar bear and uh, yeah most of this seems to take place in the arctic yeah, he he um. Does he use his bounce powers that much? I Almost mean, never. Mostly, literally. he's just using using the suit to keep warm.
1: Yeah, it feels like it's funny because there's only about like five of these. Uh, or I mean, about well, I guess there's maybe like what about maybe about maybe about a dozen at most. Yeah. And it feels like uh, Denslow immediately got tired of the gimmick, where he's like, "Oh, yeah, be great. What if a kid could like inflate his clothes? Oh, I'm bored with that now." <laughs> um, Who cares. Yeah, but I will say this. the There was a Billy Bounce cartoon, which which you showed me. Yes,
0: we just watched a 1963 Billy Bounce cartoon. It seemed to be, because Billy Bounce is not only a comic strip, it was a book by Denslow. And uh, the cartoon doesn't focus at all on what happens in the comics. It instead shows the first two chapters of the book. And I guess they wanted it to be like a serial or something, and they and they didn't, because it just kind of ends when the story is just beginning. Yeah, Billy Bounce looks very different, and rather than being an inflated ball with a head, his whole head is the ball. He just he's just all all spherical head with uh, stick arms and legs.
1: It is, I and I say, and and this means something coming from me. It is the worst. Example of body inflation I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, I it mean, it's terrible. It's body
0: shrinkage. You it's, don't you don't have so a bad. body. That's yeah. true.
1: I mean, it's head inflation.
0: I guess it's bad. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. No, no. Um, you want a good example of head inflation? Watch uh, Dexter and Computress get mandark
1: Oh yeah, oh that's the stuff.
0: <laughs> but uh no, this this that, that boy. You know that uh, that how does that kid live down? revealing his, uh, giant head fetish to the entire world on cable TV. Uh, well,
1: you
0: know, but you know what? You're living the dream, kid. Now you have nothing else to hide.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. So the Billy Bounce cartoon, uh, not good. It was kind of, um, it had that kind of, I don't know, he works kind of,
0: not i be, no, but, no, uh, uh, uh
1: but it blew those guys. I'm always, I'm always forgetting their name.
0: Um, I think you're thinking of UPA. Thank you. Yes. It's
1: UPA. I always get them mixed up.
0: Yeah. That very kind of modern look where everything's, everything's a little stiff and flat and, yeah. uh, there's, and people have as few animated parts as possible. The kind of thing that, uh, the kind of thing that uh, in the 90s, people like John Chris who were like, fuck that. We're going to animate everything and never reuse a single drawing. Yeah. You know, so I blame UPA for him.
1: Yeah, It's very, very Googie style where Billy Bounce just looks like Elroy Jetson. Yeah.
0: He, he literally did look like Elroy Jetson. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, I don't even remember what happened in that one. Some bad guy. Yeah. There was a
0: to... bad guy who wanted, who needed to send a message to the boogeyman. So. Right. He hired Billy Bounce, who was a who was a delivery boy. Billy went to his uh, fairy godfather, Mr. Gas, who God, what was going on with the suit thing? Is like now you've got your right side out suit, wrong side out on the inside, and the air is in the outside, inside air. Yeah, yeah,
1: Mr. Gas makes <laughs> him a rubber suit, which Billy puts on, but then he puts it in
0: then Mr. Gas apparently puts the suit inside his body. Yeah, like- he puts it on inside inside out but by that meaning it's inside out inside him
1: (laughs) yeah i don't i don't i don't dig it i don't dig it uh nice
0: big american baby (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) so that is that is billy bounce um and uh you, you can see why i feel like i really feel like this shows that w w w dead slow strength really was an illustration rather than a
0: narrative Yeah, certainly not yeah he i wish that he and uh mr Obama had more more work together because you know but then again that would have denied us the wonderful work of john r Neal. so i don't know Mm. yeah you know what okay what's going on with these chauffeur hats with little masks was that a thing yeah, he, he looks kind of... It's very Green Hornet. Yeah, it you know. is. It's the Green Hornet and Kato. Yeah, so Billy Bounce and his polar
1: bear pal are just basically riding around in a snowmobile with a weird face on it uh, while wearing, like, chauffeur hats and masks. And um, it does not
0: indicate why. I, I don't... Now, I mean, I guess... Unless... Are these supposed to be goggles? Maybe they're goggles, but we don't see... Uh, <laughs> we don't see them take them off and I don't see them... Uh... It looks like they're part of the hat, but I might yeah. be wrong. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Also, I just love this incredibly, the, the unbelievably stilted dialogue from Billy Bounce. You stick to me and you will have all the fun you want. <laughs> well, Fuzzy, what do you think of your papa? Billy, you're a wonder.
1: You know, I mean, it was the style of the time.
0: Yeah. People
1: just, I love when these old-timey comics, It just people in the background will randomly just state the most obvious yeah. things. It's, it's
0: great. I guess I am about the whole thing in this show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll make a monkey of that gazebo in a minute. <laughs> I would not like be to be the pie
1: man. Soak it to him, boys. He's got it coming to him. Hit him again. Yeah. Just, anyway, that is that is Billy Bounce. Billy, <laughs> Billy Bounce. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, we've run an hour, so yeah. we should probably... We didn't even get to the adaptation of... Um, uh, ad, the adaptation <laughs> of, of W not W yes W W Denslow and L Frank Baum's Life yes in Oz um the Dreamer of Oz
0: yes which, which we'll be focusing on next week I suppose if you've got yeah. the breath for it yeah okay yeah, so I don't good. have to put a inside suit on you outside inside your air and your lungs and your breath inside out do you have to put why do they call it oven when you oven the food and eat out the food cold. <laughs> That was what that reminded me of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I to you know Yeah, mind. cut that. good <laughs>